Good morning to you all. Good day, wherever you are joining us from around the world today. I want to welcome you to today's edition of Marriage Diet with your regular host, Festus Flourish Osemwahu. And today is the very last day in the month of September, September 30th. You are welcome. Thank you for joining us again today. Okay, we're looking at um, the question and answer series. Yesterday, we started off with a question and of course, um, we, we couldn't complete it and we did promise that we're going to do episode two today. So that's exactly what we're going to do to round up the week. Don't forget, we usually have a declaration for the month. So um, hopefully by tomorrow, we'll be having the general podcast um, declaring the wisdom of God for the month. And hopefully by the other day, we can resume our question and answer series again. Okay, you are welcome. If you haven't listened to yesterday's podcast, please do. I, I don't know how we explain this to you because that, that's just the only way you can understand what I'm going to be talking about today. Um, a woman asked a question. Um, I can't go through all of that question again now, okay? Um, I, I had, before giving my verdict, I had to create an environment to put the cards on the ground. And that's what I did with yesterday's podcast. And I did promise that I was going to do um you know uh, give my verdict today so hopefully the holy spirit would help us okay now let me just quickly say this before i give my verdict i did say yesterday that sex generally is a mindful thing in other words whether our reproductive organs whether our direct um, direct muscles that are involved in sexuality they are all connected they are all connected here to the mind okay let's put it away they are all connected to our mind all right mind the mind has a way of getting involved in all of this so to have a woman who has been abused a woman who has been um you know violently dealt with Okay, for those who are going through violent, uh, uh, domestic violence. And then, of course, most importantly, like I said today, a woman who has been emotionally and psychologically you know, pushed into the point of trauma, to have her give her body to her husband all the time for sex is a further abuse. And so, therefore, this is my verdict. My sister that wants to know if she's doing the right thing, First and foremost, you know, lying and lying, whichever contest is a sin. So you say you used to lie. No, stop lying because that is the sin in it. You lie, you're having headache, whereas you're not having headache. Stop lying. But thank God you did. I just wanted to know that that was where the real sin was. So you stopped lying now and you're coming out plainly to tell your husband that. Um, you can give him your body again. Well, that looks too harsh. But considering what I said yesterday, what you've gone through, your, what you've gone through even look harsher, if there's a word like that, okay? Looks more terrifying. But this is the way you would have gone about it. 
communication is very key. And don't forget, in marriage, you are under authority. You are submissive. You have a point. You have a very solid point on this matter. You would have called him, sit him down, and let him know why you have decided to keep your body away from him. Not because you do not love him, not because you do not want to obey the word of God, but because you understand that the word of God also supports justice. In fact, God is a God of justice. And so because you are not in the context of marriage, submission and, and, and authority has nothing to do with the slavery dimension. It's just a mark of leadership. And because you know that, and what you are having in your marriage is not the ideal situation. He's treated you like a slave. He's treated you like a second-hand material or product. And worth of you, there is no regard for what is ideal. Because of that, you cannot face this as a further torture. So you are going to withdraw. You're going to be withdrawing your body from him till further notice, till he realizes his mistake, until he makes amend and starts giving back to you the environment that is made for such submission. Now, if you put the cards on the table like this, number one, you've justified that whatever you did was not selfish or was not selfishly motivated, but it was necessary you took that action because it will further you know, plunge you into depression or plunge you into the downside of life. And so you are giving him the opportunity through such a dialogue, you know, like putting the cards on the ground, through such a dialogue to change, to make amends, so that he would know what is possible, what he, he, he is possibly dealing with. There are some cases such neighbor will not even know why such women have taken such a decision. And the beginning say, hey, my, my wife, my wife does not allow me to uh, have sex with her. My wife is denying me. I bet, hey, what you're doing, you're killing her, you're hurting her, you're wounding her, and she's not mentally fit. She's not emotionally fit to go through that further torture that looks like pleasure to you, but twice a further instrument of torture. And so she's taking this decision from that point of view. Friends, if you do it this way, it shows that you are very mature, you understand what the scripture says, and you understand that there's a need for him to change and repent and win back his love, or win back her place, yes, her place in his life, or win back that phone, or win back that kind of pleasure that both of them have been having. Like I said, sometimes we say, oh, this is wrong. At another time, God look at it and say, no, he, he saw the intent of the heart. Or he had seen from plus one from, from A plus B plus C, he has seen the sequence of events that had happened. And God is the just judge. He understands and he will judge accordingly. So if you go about it like this and not just because you do not really have right over your body to unilaterally take that decision. But if you go like this, summon him bring him on board let him know why you are taking that decision 
Wow. It means that you have you have done the needful, number one. Number two, you have see, acted under your submission to his authority. Number three, you want him to realize that there's a need for change. My friend, that is what you should do. That is what, if you have not done it, that is what you should do. Because in this case, I don't think you have done it like this. Just refrain yourself, deny him of your body. And I'm sure you'll be making mouth here and there. No, call him. My body belongs to you. Even the hair <laughs> on my body belongs to you. But I need you to understand that there is an environment that God has created for this thing called marriage. And once that environment is known, there so many things will go wrong. And for there are women who can cope, but for you, you can't cope. You don't want to die early. You don't want to be further subjected to torture. And so you have decided to take this step, hoping that environment will be recreated and then will realize this mistake. A, a, a neighbor, who, okay, a half neighbor, let me put it that way. A, a half neighbor is someone who, maybe a circumstantial neighbor, like we said the other day. Yeah, circumstances brought about the neighbor in him. A half neighbor can change in this kind of situation. They will look at it and say, ah, my wife, I'm sorry. Uh, please forgive me. You know, men, when it comes to sex, they can always apologize. At least you have used that as a gate to get it to his heart. But a full-blown and complete neighbor who is not circumstantial, but is really, really psychological, psychological neighbor. No, 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 no. No matter what the wife says. In fact, when the wife had finished saying such a thing, he will look. The next thing is he's thinking about how, to, how do I punish her for that, you know, that kind of a thing. So is that why you deny me your body? Okay, no problem. I'm going to prove to you that I'm the man in this house. I'm going to deal with you. That's how a neighbor that is unrepentant would behave. So if it's a circumstantial neighbor, it means you have done well to see how you can win him back. If it's a psychological neighbor, oh... Only God will help you. And then that's when you begin to find out why did I even marry this person in the first instance. But let me say this as a general counsel on this matter. Sex is pleasure in marriage. But most importantly, it's the tool, is the creative tool that God has given to couples. Because we do not understand it. And we do not understand the power that is inherent in it. We have gone about it in our own way, in our own style, in a fleshy way. But couples that understand the power of sex, they will not think of denying themselves their body. Especially when you have, like in this case, you still love him. You have the mind to having this marriage back. Oh, my friend, you will not deny your husband your body. You see, I've, I've given the verdict from what is right from what um, one plus one equals to two you understand but what I'm saying is looking at it in the, from a general perspective and from maybe a much more spiritual dimension if you look at it from that spiritual dimension that you understand that you are not really right 
to deny him your body. At least, not for another thing, but for your sake. Because you said you still love him. That means you still want this marriage. So for your sake, denying him your body is the biggest mistake you could have made. Because it's going to cause the marriage to drift apart further, much more. Because every time you engage in sex, like I've said it in different fora, you you share your lives together. In this case, yes, it's a horrible life from him. And it's killing you. But is there really nothing? Is there is 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 there really nothing that we can say that God cannot do? No, there is nothing. There is nothing he cannot he cannot do. He's the all conquering God. He's the all able God. He turns things around. Don't forget our light go through different um, spiritual prism, like we call the glass prism, and we are being washed. We are being scrutinized. We are being tailored to going through a certain path in our destiny. What if what your husband has done, this neighbor, circumstantial neighbor, is the way destiny has actually planned for you to manifest a certain dimension of God? If you would join our next um, training, Destiny School of uh, Destiny School Masterclass, you will understand this. You will understand the role destiny plays in our lives. You will understand that somehow that big future called tomorrow always has a, um, a justice system attached to it, has a way of sorting out things. You heard our statement before, time has a way of sorting out things. Do you know that this your husband can change completely and no longer be a neighbor? Do you know your love can win back your husband? Yes, you say you have done it, you have done it. Okay, fine. Cast the names into the sea again and see this time around. Maybe you have done it wrongly. You have done it selfishly, also trying to get your what benefits you, what suits you. Trying to also make it look like, oh, uh, he has to dance to my tune. What if that's the reason why your marriage has not been working? Because you are trying to correct an error and you are making the same error. What if you need to be much more sacrificial and selfless? Maybe that's the reason why your marriage hasn't come back to you. Why he hasn't changed? What if? What if? That God knew you were going to marry this man. And all that God just had set out to do was to use this man to actually train you train you doing a harder way so that in the fullness of time he will change his heart and then that will not be your season of harvest we have seen people change we have heard stories where people tell you oh i was a chain smoker i was a womanizer i was this i was that and you hear them say my wife never gave up on me so my sister as much as I pacified you and I, I said, yes, you are right, go about it like this. Hey, if you have a spiritual mind like me, you will believe that all things can work together again for good. Things can turn around and God can have his way. The marriage can work again. And taking that decision of taking your body away from him might just, like I said, be your biggest mistake. Because number one, 
Um, I, I don't know. You, you might, don't know. Somebody must have heard me use the statement before. No matter what you lose in marriage, don't lose sex. Yeah, because that's the life wire. You keep exchanging virtues. You keep exchanging things. You keep changing things in the realm of the spirit, especially if you know what to do. Your husband has been a neighbor. You know, you can start changing him up. You know, whenever you are in the act of sex with him. Maybe you have never heard this before. Maybe you have never come to in contact with um, marriage care ministry before. And to understand that I've always said couples can pray through the act of sex. I think that was one of the last um, um, episodes that we had a few weekends ago when I was talking about the spiritual dimension of sex. Do you know you can actually pray that neighbor out of his life? Do you know you can re-engineer the life of your husband? through that act of sex the only difference is you'll be going into the act of sex not for pleasure but for war yeah you heard me right you're going in there to sort out things it's like a war you're saying give me back the soul of my husband or or or, or I, okay i'm just trying to say is it john kush that said give me scotland or i die yeah you know that kind of determination give me the soul of my husband or you know i don't want to use the word or i die but that determination do you know you can achieve that through sex do you know when he comes with his foolishness as a neighbor plunging himself into your body you're not going in with pleasure you're going in for war whatever has changed the heart of your husband into a neighbor that um, woman that mistress out there or it's even possible it's his family his mother you know women mothers and their influences they have on their children do you know why the act is going on you are changing things in the realm of the spirit you you, you are speaking in tongues yeah you know you can speak in tongues in the realm of the spirit you're not saying out any word of course your husband will know that you are not really in it it's like you just give him the body out of duty yeah because you can't deny him the body and the bed during the act you are you are kabashing let me use the word in the realm of the spirit you are you are you are getting his soul back you are changing the neighbor experience you are changing the foolishness in his life to wisdom you are speaking against the evil tendencies and all that he has done his no caring attitude you are replacing it with a caring husband you are saying oh my husband from this day you are a caring husband you're beginning to visualize the kind of husband that he can be do you know it is only through sex you can do that but because you didn't even know that sex carried more spiritual energy value and you just thought it was a physical one maybe that was the reason why you just took your hands off and said no i'm not going to allow him to have my body again but if you know what to do then you realize that your biggest in route into the heart of your husband is through sex with him and all you just need to do is rearrange the way things are and to ensure that whenever you yield your body to him you are ready to go into war you're ready to change the narratives you're ready to change things in the realm of the spirit man my sister i give you few weeks few months if you continue like this and do this consistently you will see things changing one of the reasons why some of these neighbors continuously become neighbors and remain neighbors and you have husbands that are hostile they don't change is because number one maybe they don't know that you as a wife you can recreate him through sex and so what he's actually doing is whenever he comes upon your body he's for, he's he's perpetuating his wickedness on you further through the act of sex 
But if you set up a spiritual potential difference whenever he enters your body, so that you become the higher energy, he has been dealing with you with wickedness. So now you are dealing with him with the spirit of love, forgiving him all that he has done to offend you. So you have created a higher potential energy. You know, in basic physics, we're told that energy flows from a higher altitude to a lower altitude. So what it means is that with the potential energy, you know, you are now higher than him in the realm of the spirit. You are now showing him love. You are praying, asking God, forgive him for he does not know what he's doing. Lord, have mercy on him i refuse to hold any of this against my husband you have created a higher potential so when he enters into your bodies there'll be a natural flow so it means that it is from you virtues will start flowing to him no longer from him to you glory be to god wow wow i wish somebody would catch this my sister this is just the truth in whichever way i have balanced this verdict you can go ahead and do whatever you're doing, but do it in a very proper way. I mean, God won't hold anything against you because you have done it in a proper way. And because life is involved. Could kill you, depression could kill you. You can misbehave. You can keep further bitterness and grudge. And you have done this, making him understand that it was intentional. But you had to. You know, Bible talked about. He said, he said, take consent. He said, you know, if you, um, um, you're going into fasting, for instance, you know that consent, yeah. So when you tell Nebala, it's like you are taking consent from him. But he, there's the higher dimension of that, and that higher dimension is to actually continue with him sexually. But let your sexual experience be an act of war. Wow, only the wise will understand this. Let's hold it here today. And we'll continue from here tomorrow because of time. God bless you. In case you want to join, um, connect with us. Our WhatsApp number is plus 234-8107-12648. We will get back to you when you do reach out to us. Okay, let's continue from here again to, uh, tomorrow. And, and don't forget, um, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Don't forget, today is the end of the month prayer summit by 9 p.m. GMT, local time, UK time. Please do join us and you will be blessed. The, mi- the mystery of asking, that yeah, that's what we're going to be dealing with today. 9 p.m. GMT once again. And of course, tomorrow we're going to be having our monthly special prophetic declaration. So we'll continue with question and answer the other day next tomorrow. Please keep your questions coming in. It will help. And of course, I'm sure it will also help other people. God bless you. Do have a great day. Bye.